Hello. I'm Aaron Holloway-Nahum, the artistic director of the Riot Ensemble. We're a new music ensemble in London, and we'd like to welcome you back to Chest of Toys, a podcast about the cacophonous, playful, colorful, and beautiful stories in the world of new music. In October 2016, I had the opportunity to attend the Ear Taxi Festival in Chicago. Ear Taxi was a six-day festival celebrating the new music scene there. With more than 32 events around the city, it included more than 350 musicians, 88 Chicago composers, 54 world premieres, and five sound installations. While I was there, I wanted to ask the people in the festival about this community, about how New music that is this bold and eclectic and unyielding can have such a wide and pervasive presence in a city that large. We've been having a blast and wish you were all here. Of course, it wasn't always this way. My name is Casey Ginther and I am a composer. I have an analogy for you. Many years ago, my husband and I, we were um, visiting artists at a university in China, and it was a small town up in northern China, very isolated. Um, At that point in time, there were no streetlights at all. There were maybe 20,000 people who lived there, and we had an occasion to visit it again about 15 years later. And it was as if tiny little Carbondale in southern Illinois had blossomed into Chicago in 15 years. And that's what the new music scene here has done. I mean, before we would go to concerts, I'm talking back a few years, and everybody knew everybody, and it was like just a handful of people, and we were kind of all playing each other's music and being each other's audience. And now there's hundreds of people, and even people who aren't musicians (laughs) come to our concerts. No, I'm serious. It's a huge scene now. And it's really sort of a student-led thing, that these students from up and down and in the middle The um, energy from all the different poles is finally sort of coalescing into a unified thing. I last lived in Chicago in 2005 when I was finishing my undergraduate studies at Northwestern, and I can tell you that a lot of this community, the performers, the composers, the audiences, they didn't really exist back then. They hadn't formed into this community around this music. So where did it come from? What happened to create such a thriving scene around this music in Chicago? If you're looking for the signs of of what uh, was to come, you saw people starting ensembles like Dal Niente, for instance. So my name is Drew Baker, and I am a composer. And that goes back to around 2006. They just celebrated their 10th anniversary. So you had Dal Niente, um, Third Coast Percussion, Spectral Quartet. You know, all of these people came out of the universities and really have maintained a presence in the city. So I think what really defines it is you're seeing people in the community coming out of the universities and really maturing as people and as artists and being able to take that energy that existed at the outset and really make something out of that. I'm not a big fan of the word scene. I like, prefer the word community. 
because I, I think that's what really describes it and what we're seeing at Ear Taxi is that there is this large network of people um, who are engaged in new music in different ways. Um, there is no one Chicago sound and there never has been and I don't think there ever will be. When I have a party at my house, I invite everybody. The composer Augusta Reed Thomas is really one of the foremost composers in America, but she is also one of the most prominent citizens in the new music scene in Chicago, and she is the founder of Ear Taxi Festival. I don't say, well, if I'm gonna have this group, I can't have that group because they hate each other, or I, mean, I can't have this composer with that composer. No, I just invite everybody. And that's the spirit of Chicago. People, we all know each other. If you have a big New Year's Day party, they all show up and it's fun. Everybody has worked together, we're all collaborators, and there's probably a core of at least 100 people that are really, really active and friends with one another. And that's very, very special to Chicago. Three years ago when I founded the Ear Taxi Festival, I was literally walking through Millennium Park, which is right near where I live, and I was thinking about all my friends that are making all this work, and I was going to several of their concerts that week, and thought to myself, why don't I just put together this massive, huge festival? And at that point, I should have shot myself in the head <laughs> right at that minute, because it, it has been a, a massive three-year volunteer labor of love. But at that moment, it seemed so obvious to do it because you have groups that have been thriving for a decade. And of course there are several really famous composers in town and then there's a whole bunch of emerging composers in town and some mid-career composers. There's a real ecosystem and I thought what if I could take all of that energy and expertise and love and blood, sweat and tears that we're all putting into this and really put everyone on a major stage downtown in the center of the city it's important for the architects, the dancers, the chefs, the bus drivers, and everyone else in the city to realize that right here we have one of the greatest scenes of new music, really in the world, in my opinion. For new music to be relevant at all, I know from experience with my own projects that you've got to put a ton of work not just finding and welcoming new audiences, but making sure that you're connecting them to the music that they're hearing. One of Chicago's leading new music groups, Ensemble Daliente, is brilliant at this. They were at Ear Taxi Festival, and their conductor, Michael Luansky, is really ambitious about what audiences at their concerts might take away with them. I mean, I think that the, the musical act is fundamentally a communicative act, and what I might want for an audience to get out of a performance is a realization that, that, that different kinds of communication are possible. I want an audience member to sort of say, gosh, I haven't heard music like that before. That's an experience I didn't know I could have. What other kinds of experiences are out there? I do want it to have a mind-expanding quality. You come to a concert and you say, um, I think music is this thing. Music does this thing over here that I enjoy. And then you hear something, you know, you hear a piece by George Lewis or you hear a piece by Samuel Adams. I'm just thinking of the two spectral quartet pieces that I heard last night. And you think, I didn't know music could be that. I didn't realize you could have th th this triad in the Sam Adams piece that's a bit out of tune and sort of goes in and out of being in tune. 
and it does that for a minute. And that, again, that does something to your brain and to your physiology, it does something to your body. And you think, I didn't know I could have that experience. It can be really difficult if you are someone so immersed in the world of new music to really understand what it's like to come to this music for the first time. So if that's you, we'd love to hear from you. Why not email us? Chestoftoys at riotensemble.com. What struck you? What has stayed with you in the days and weeks and months since you heard this music? Why you might go back? Why you would never go back? Does it sound like a children's chest of toys coming down the stairs? Whatever else, everyone I spoke to at Ear Taxi was agreed that this festival was not a sort of endpoint, a summation of where the community had been able to get to, but instead a jumping off point for what's coming in the future. To build culture is not easy. What gives a university a great culture? What gives a business a great culture? It takes leadership. It takes people articulating the vision and what it is that matters. If somebody talks a lot about being fair and being positive and being collaborative, then everyone's like, oh yeah, fair, positive, collaborative. Okay, yeah, that's what we do here. That's who we are, yes. It's that, you know, that could come up in, in a business situation. I think it takes exemplary leadership and mutual respect among different people. And I think that that's the scene here. I feel very positive as a person and I want to uh, have a kind of radiance of positivity in life because why live a life and be negative? And why live a life and be selfish? especially about an art form that we all love. Gusty has said this herself, the success of the festival will likely be judged in what happens afterward, not necessarily what happens during the festival itself. Um, can we continue to build a community? Um, can we continue to build an audience? And I think that really is the, the question and the challenge. And I'm excited to, to be a part of a community that's going to meet that challenge, I think. The fact is now, um, big arts institutions are paying attention to the local scene. Um, and, and somehow that will actually change the art, and I don't know how. That's a big question mark. That's an exciting thing to explore, actually. I know this only, that whatever happens will not be the thing that I'm expecting. All of the music you've heard in this podcast was recorded at the Ear Taxi Festival. If you like what you've heard and want to check out more of it, it's all up on their website. If you come to our website, riotensemble.com forward slash chest of toys, we'll direct you to that and lots more. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back with more stories from the toy chest soon. <laughs>